Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So we got this possible serial killer where I live, and it's got a lot of people's attention. And I've actually said to some people, uh, people that I know well, warnings about talking to the media, because I've already done an interview with CBS and a newspaper and that sort of stuff, because they're talking to people all over the uh, the the park and the neighborhoods where this poor college kid was stabbed to death the other night, for instance. And, uh, and I just warn people, if this turns into a national story... Don't think that it's just, you know, uh, innocuous to to have the media say, hey, could we talk to you for a second? And uh, I have said this for years, <laughs> um, just being in the media, knowing how this can go. Look at the way it went down in, in Idaho, in that little town, when those poor college kids were murdered by that numb nuts before they caught him. You start interviewing people on the street. Somebody gives an interview when it's become a national phenomenon. And then one person on Twitter thinks, 
that answer you gave was a little weird. I wonder about him. Then they dig into your background, find something you said or did at some point in your life, and no. make that a conversation. And Oh, yeah, he seems like the kind of guy who would do it. And then all of a sudden, your little innocent interview with CBS News on the street, you've got thousands of people tweeting out pictures of you from your high school days or whatever, you know, talking about calling your company, calling your company. Yeah, that happens. It happened recently. It happens all the time. I don't want people to be paranoid, but don't think it's a nothing to put yourself out there. If it becomes a national phenomenon sort of story, your, your crowd that tries to solve the crime. I mean, there were, there was one poor guy. You remember? Well, there are several, but I remember one poor guy in Idaho who the, 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 the internet had nailed as the murderer. This guy's clearly the murderer. Look, his, he's got an ex-girlfriend who said she looked at him funny 10 years ago or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and everybody piles on and decides you're the murderer. And all of a sudden, it's scary to go to work because you're getting death threats. Yeah, as just in short, as public figures, I would urge people to avoid becoming a public figure that, unless you have a specific need to. That's a way to say it. And in the and in the old days, you were not going to become a public figure if you talked to the media. But in the current climate, his answer on that question seems a little strange to me, huh? And then you know, it just goes from there. Or you might say something, maybe you presume that it's a, a homeless drug user who's who's committed the crimes, right. and it may maybe we don't know, but um and you, you phrase that in a way that the activists find objectionable and all of a sudden you are a target man. Right. Yikes. <sighs> or you look anything even close to similar to the description of the person they're looking for, and the internet decides the Twitter crowd that likes to solve crimes, you weirdos. Uh, decides to, uh, to 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 just go after you. Oh my God! No, I'm just I just been throwing that out to a few people because it has ha- it's happened recently. Sure, you Google that stuff from Idaho if you don't believe me. Time to unplug the internet. So speaking of crime, at the risk of being all New York Post, do you want an update on that uh, tech uh, mogul interview or, or murder in in San Francisco? Yeah, um, it's one of the reasons I'm not jumping to any conclusions on this possible serial killer near me is because I got this one completely wrong in San Francisco. Well, yeah, but you were playing the percentages, sure, I mean, sure. And the story actually from the Guardian kind of gets into that, but uh, his name is Bob Lee. He was the founder of Cash App. Um, and he was uh, he was murdered on the streets of San Francisco, uh, stabbed, as a matter of fact. And, and a lot of people uh, leapt to the conclusion that it was probably some junkie who, who stabbed him because there's a lot of that. Yep. Um, it doesn't mean that that stuff doesn't happen just because it doesn't turn out to be it in this case. But indeed, the 38-year-old tech entrepreneur who reportedly knew Lee personally will be arraigned on murder charges in San Francisco on Tuesday, uh, Nima Momeni is his name. Uh, Lee found with multiple stab wounds downtown San Francisco early mornings of April 4th. Um, And then, because it's a liberal paper, they go big into how people speculated the killing had been a random act of violence, junkies, homelessness, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Turned out not to be that, but holy cow, the stabbing was the alleged result of a dispute between the two acquaintances. And discussion has shifted uh, to the high-flying world of tech executives and a fatal showdown over Lee, the victim's relationship with Momeni's sister. So, scrolling past the liberal crap, 
Um, <laughs> Scrolling past the liberal crap. Okay. Well, well, they they really want to steer into, despite statistics that show violent crime overall is down in the city, headlines and tweets about the crisis raged on. They make a quote a bunch of people saying, F San Francisco, I'm leaving, I'm out, this is horrific, blah, blah, blah. Although all that stuff remains true. Um, right. And, and, and anyway. We just so, talked about last hour, Nordstrom's is closing after 35 years of being in San Francisco because of the crime. Yeah, too dangerous a, and crimey. You think a for-profit business is wrong about whether or not they want to close their doors or the Walgreens or all the other stores that have closed? Come on with your whole crime is down BS. Yeah, it's something else when uh, five times out of five you say it was probably a junkie who did it. Four times out of five you're right, but that fifth time you're wrong and they do a touchdown dance. It's a little odd. Yeah. Anyway, prosecutors say the fatal altercation centered on Lee's relationship with Momeni's sister, whose name is Kazar Eliasnia, who's become a key figure in the case. Um, the 37-year-old uh, married, the, the 37-year-old beautiful heiress chick married a well-known Bay Area plastic surgeon in 2013. The glamorous couple's been featured in Lifestyle magazines. Court documents said it's unclear if Lee and this Kazar lady were having an affair, but suggested that her marriage was in trouble. Further reporting from the San Francisco Standard suggested that Momeni was preoccupied with his sister's potential drug use. According to court filings, Momeni had confronted Lee about his relationship with Eliasnia in an incident the day prior to the stabbing when the two had spent time together in an apartment. A witness said Momeni and Lee went to Lee's hotel room where Momeni demanded to know if his younger sister was doing drugs or anything uh, appropriate, uh, inappropriate, blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, evidently sex, drugs, and, and a personal dispute. Dis- Am I wrong or right about this? I f- feel like I'm right. That despite, well, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Despite all the uh, the the attention it gets, including you know this recent thing in my neighborhood of of random killings that freaks us all out. By far, the most likely time you're going to be murdered is by somebody you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's not vast majority. Close. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So one more a bit about this Momeni, the alleged perpetrator. Um, neighbors told uh, the Daily Beast, and uh, do you need a new beast every day? Uh, a weekly beast is plenty for me. But <laughs> they told the Daily Beast that the subse- subject was, quote, uh, super into weapons and kept multiple guns and knives at home. Of course, that describes you, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't see how that means anything. Uh, he was arrested in 2011 for carrying a switchblade in his car, but took a plea for driving on a suspended license. Blah, blah, blah. That, that whole knife thing. Jeez, as a guy who carries a pocket knife, I carry a legal knife. I keep track of what the laws are wherever I am. They're stupider than gun laws. So I can carry a folding two and a half inch knife practically anywhere legally. In other states, you can carry it anywhere you want to go. But if you have a knife that doesn't fold, you might go to jail. Okay. So you know how long it takes me to unfold my knife if I wanted to be a lunatic and stab people? What What's the point of these things? Do you sometimes leave it on the rain barrel to get all rusty? Oh, I, it's, g- it's good and rusty. I bang yeah. it on the rain barrel. Oh, on, on the curb. Give it a you jagged know, edge. Have it a straight razor, you'd bang them on the curb. <laughs> you know, you know. I know we've discussed this a bunch of times. That's <laughs> the craziest thing he's ever said. I, Not a that- joke. How did that get such a pass? That's the single craziest thing Joe Biden has ever said. 
acting like in kind of a fun, playful way that he and everybody used to get in rusty, jagged edge <laughs> blade fights. Right. Dad, those days, you used to remember the straight race, you'd bang them on the curb, get them rusty, put them in a rain barrel, get them rusty. What? Andrew Jackson thinks this guy is a lunatic. Right. El Chapo, uh, Sammy the Bull, people like that, maybe, but that's about it. Nobody else engages in that sort of thing. But I'm going to yeah. wrap this chain around your head. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> one more note. Uh, the Lee, this the victim, had two children, was known as a good person with zero enemies. Uh, a friend of his unfortunately, told the San Francisco Standard, quote, unfortunately, he liked to do a lot of drugs. So that often leads you to associate with people you wouldn't uh, otherwise. Remember when you used to bang your knife on the curb, get it rusty, and put it in the rain barrel? So when you slashed somebody, their wound would be jagged and quickly be infected. <laughs> and he oh, and Howdy Doody was boys. on the TV. <laughs> Those are good times. He says to a bunch of kids at the pool. What? How did that not get more scrutiny at the time? You remember when Chubby Checker was on the radio and, and you could take a corkscrew and pull somebody's eyeball right out of their head? Oh, boy, those are good times. Joe DiMaggio was hitting 51 in a row. Ah, <laughs> oh, you remember? Hey, kids, you remember when you used to take piano wire and sneak up behind somebody and garrot them? Just lift them off their feet. <laughs> they'd gurgle, then they'd be dead. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And never forget, as Jack indicated, that uh, screed was given to a park full of parents with children. Many years bang ago. A straight razor. <laughs> many years ago when his brain worked a lot better. Yikes. <laughs> and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again i'm i'm gonna stand over here that's the most powerful man in the free world in the world i'm gonna back out of the room you just keep talking wow um a little more on the supposed assassination attempt on putin and the reason that russia might have staged that among other things we can get to stay with us i got hairy legs yeah BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. could be the Ukrainians. They deny it. It could be groups that support the Ukrainian government, not associated. It could be Russians, but it also could be the Kremlin trying to gin up fear and patriotism as we get in farther in this war. If it is that last option to gin up fear and patriotism, and again, you see the parade bleachers right down below here screen, uh, you might, have, might succeed with that, but at the same time, you're also telling your people, especially if it's a lie and it's propaganda, um, that's pretty weak. That's supposed to be the heart of your government, and that is weak. So that's CNN's coverage of the supposed assassination attempt on Putin today. Is there a couple of drones blown up? Well, Russia's claiming Ukrainian drones were sent into uh, Moscow, like right above the building in the Kremlin where Putin supposedly is hanging out. He wasn't there. And they got all the way to the flag. That's making some people uh, more likely to believe that this is staged because they blew up this drone right next to the Russian flag, which makes quite the image of patriotism. But uh, as as uh, was mentioned there on CNN, they've got the stand set up for a big parade because they've got Victory Day coming up in the next couple of days celebrating every year as they do the end of World War II and how they were victorious over the Nazis. So... Did they stage an attack? Did the Russians stage an attack right before this big parade to try to get patriotism at an all-time high because they're getting their asses kicked by the Ukrainians? Did the Ukrainians actually get drones that close to Putin? Ukrainians are denying it, but of course you would. You know, I, I didn't that didn't jump into my mind that I'm uh, ashamed of it. I'm going to whip myself like that weird kinky monk in the Da Vinci Code for... <laughs> Not coming up with the fact that, yes, of course, look, the fatherland is under attack. The very seat, their capital, our symbolic historical capital is under attack. So uh, keep volunteering to be a machine gun fodder and and all. What's one reason that Putin might be especially interested in whipping up support for this war? So the White House estimated yesterday that the Russians have suffered 100,000 casualties since December. Almost a year into it since then, since December, including 20,000 killed since December in this effort to uh, take Bakhmut mostly. So one response from one of your think tank uh, people was, people ask why we spend so much on defense in the United States. We do so to maintain an advantage over our enemies and to be ready for contingencies. If we suffered 100,000 casualties in four months... After losing 100,000 dead the preceding year, there would be riots in the streets in the United States. Yeah. Yes, there would be, because that's what happened in Russia. They lost 100,000 dead last year, have had 100,000 casualties and 20,000 dead since that number came out. And then another point being made... um, well, and what if the administration and administration had launched that disastrous war effort to, like, take Ensenada from Mexico? 
And it was entirely optional. Of course, in Russia, it's not seen that way because of the effectiveness of the propaganda. But, yeah, there would be literally riots in the streets. Well, another way to look at it from another think tanker, the U.S. took 400,000 dead in the 43 months we were involved in World War II. That's roughly 10,000 dead a month in a two-front world war. The Russians are taking that red, that rate of dead, 10,000 a month, to push a few miles from their border for 14 months. Wow. That is something. Boy, it's going to take all of Putin's skills as a propagandist and a totalitarian to keep his uh, population in line. Including maybe phony assassination attempts. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, brain drain and the, the young people fleeing, it's getting harder to avoid military service now. And so I think you're going to see that continue. But uh, where it ends, nobody knows. Another interesting angle to this, I was listening to some podcasts yesterday about this, uh, talking about Robert Kennedy Jr. and his 20% showing in the polls against Biden. And uh, uh, wondering if those numbers couldn't go up quite a bit in that he reflects a lot of the more traditional Democrat stance of being anti-vaccine. Remember, prior to COVID, all your anti-vax was liberals. You know, centered around the Bay Area of California, not wanting to get their kids or mump shops or whatever. Also, uh, the belief that are Democrats really into this foreign war supporting Ukraine as Joe Biden is? Or is there a whole bunch of Democrats that have always been anti-war that are going to jump on the Bobby Kennedy Jr. bandwagon? Hmm. Well, we don't need to take chunks of Central America because Central America is coming to us. The immigration crisis has just gotten ugly. The White House covering itself with shame. Uh, If you missed an hour of this show, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. If the border is secure, as the administration has said, then why would we need to send 
1,500 active duty U.S. troops down there. Because we need more work. We need more work needs to be done, Peter. Wow, Peter, you dope. What kind of question is that? That's Peter Ducey of Fox News with Karine Jean-Pierre at the White House. Their squabble went on. You said yesterday that when it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down by more than 90%. Where did that number come from? It was, I was CBP speaking. is telling us the number is I hear you. I'm about to answer. I'm about, people more I'm about to answer you. Year so if you, far. if you, if the dramatics could come down just a little bit. I, um, it, if the dramatics could come down a little what's bit. What's dramatic about asking a question about. Okay, I'm, I'm going to answer. So I was speaking to the parolee program, as you know, the president put in place a parolee program to deal with, uh, to deal with certain countries uh, on on ways that we can limit illegal migration, and we have seen the data has shown us that it has gone down by more than ninety percent. That was what I was speaking and to. to no, I'm, really we're, we're going to go. We're going to move. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're moving. Peter. And then we move on to another topic. How flipping outrageous is that? Let's let, let, easy with the dramatics. All right, all right, enough with the dramatics. We're setting records year after year, month after month, week after week for crossings of illegals at the border. The president's in the 20% approval on how he's handling immigration. A reporter asks a question about it. She makes up this BS. It's dropped by 90%, citing a specific tiny little program that they somehow managed to make better. But the overall number is record after record after record. I mean, that is outrageous that that is the current relationship between the free press and the White House. Well, you remember what Biden said in his last press conference. Uh, No, because his last press conference was ages ago, and he just doesn't do them. He doesn't answer questions. That is absolutely amazing. So all your big media are on this story now, and they, they were leading with it yesterday and today. So... The White House might have to figure out a way to deal with this. It's all around the fact that Title 42 ends in just a few days next week. And the one excuse we had for turning people away at the border, COVID, is going away. And there's expected to be just a surge. We've had surges for several years now, but a surge on top of a surge. So right there now, Paso, they're getting 1,350 people show up a day on average, get across to their town. Imagine a small town absorbing 1,350 new people every single day showing up just, you know, no clothes, no job, no money, no nothing, no health care, no food, obviously. Um, and you're just supposed to somehow absorb that. There are 35,000 people camped just across that town on the river, and they expect all those people to show up as soon as Title 42 ex- expires. Well, I think it's worth noting that the giant surge is to come when Title 42 is taken down. We've already obliterated every single record for illegal it's entries. It's come down to stop with the dramatics. Stop with the dramatics. It's, the dramatics have come down just a little bit. It's, it's, it, we've mm. brought down immigration by 90%. Michael, let's play 46 and 47 back-to-back. This is the useless reptile Alejandro Mayorkas and KJP, followed by Senator Kirsten Sinema of the border state of Arizona. It is my testimony that the border is secure and we are working every day 
day and night to increase its security. When it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down uh, by more than 90 percent, and that's because of this act, the actions that this president has taken. But we know that more action needs to be taken, so it has to be legislative action. We're going to continue to call Congress uh, to do that. So obviously the border is not secure. Anyone with eyes can see that. And anyone who lives in a border state like I do, born and raised in Arizona, actually it takes offense at comments like that because they're just factually not true. Kirsten Cinema, who recently left the Democratic Party partly over this issue. Man, oh man, oh man. Remember the nonstop fact checks on the Trump administration when they would try to spin things? Hmm. I mean, this is just outrageous. And I keep going back to Saturday night when Joe Biden got away with that freaking joke about how he doesn't take any questions. I mean, that is outrageous that she can say, and immigration is down 90% thanks to the actions of this president. Holy crap! In a lot of ways, this dinner sums up my first two years in office. I'll talk for 10 minutes, take zero questions, and cheerfully walk away. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. There's no transparency. <laughs> Let's have one more uh, clip of Kirsten Cinema in tribute to Hank Aaron. Clip 44, Michael. It's so big that it's hard and unwieldy to get done. But the reality is, is there are a lot of bipartisan plans that we've been working on with some of our colleagues in the Senate and the House that could actually make a difference. It would be most helpful if the administration would start by actually enforcing the laws that are on the books. That would provide confidence, particularly to Republican members of the House and the Senate, that we could get something done. Can you do something around the edges that would make a difference? The, the edges will make a difference on this. We really do have to. The crux of the issue is the asylum law itself. That's right. Uh, if we don't control this, if you go into Canada right now, past the United States, illegally cross the border into Canada, they will immediately ask you, did you request asylum in the United States? If you say no, they will turn you around. Right. So much phoniness. I don't even know how to react to this. Um, it's the whole post-truth world, partly. It is. It is. There's it is. no accountability for just utterly twisting the truth. Part of it is the post-truth world. Part of it is the whole Trump aspect, because most mainstream media wouldn't want to point out that lie because it would be seen as, in a way, helping Trump, I guess. That'd be that's the sin of all sins. If you're center left, uh, because man, that should have been on that. Sh- that should have made mainstream media that freaking answer there. Enough with the dramatics. Enough with the dramatics. Uh, my my drama is the drama of hard cold numbers of setting records of people coming into this country illegally year after year. And it's the drama of the suffering of the American people. It's a drama of the windfall profits being made by the cartels, which they then plow into getting fentanyl in the United States. Dramatics. God, how dare you, woman? So dramatics could come down just a little bit. So New York, Chicago, and many other places have declared states of emergency because of the number of illegals that they can't absorb there. Let alone no, cities on the that's border. That's enough dramatics, Jack. That's enough dramatics. If the dramatics could come down just a little bit. God, what we do as a nation to those cities along the border. I mean, those are you. Those are those are cities. Just like if you're in rural Minnesota, you should have the right to not have to absorb tens of thousands of people 
into your town and somehow not let them starve to death. Wow. And they are here illegally, and the federal government does nothing about it. And everyone knows it. That's right. And if you point that out, enough with the dramatics. We've lowered illegal immigration by 90%. That is just amazing that you can get away with that. But, they, they, you know, you can get away with it. You know, this uh, is an ironic couple of back-to-back statements. Number one, if Biden runs against anybody about, uh, anybody but Trump, I think he gets thrown out on his ear. But Trump is so polarizing, the senile old fella could actually win another term. Here's my second statement. Trump got immigration almost 100% right. There are a couple of things I might have done a little differently, but he hit home run after home run on the immigration issue. If he, if he could focus on the economy and immigration and point out how the Biden administration kept my policies and those polls that showed people wanted, overwhelmingly, majorities wanted the Biden administration to hang on to his policies... God, I think he would be in really good, solid position to be Biden. Stay away from the stolen election stuff. Yeah, well, it is but... what it is because he is who he is. That's mm. why it is what it is. <laughs> right. My bus been wet. Oh, I'm so m- angered by that whole enough with the dramatics, that tone of voice. If the dramatics could come down just a little bit. Yeah. You got wow. into journalism to speak truth to power and you're going to let her say that to one of your colleagues and not follow up. That's Matt Taibbi's big thing, and he's actually enraged by it, that his colleagues in journalism have gone from holding power to account to now worshiping power, seeking to share it, and especially elevating the spooks, the CIA, the NSA, uh, to some extent the FBI, uh, you know, just the, the intelligence apparatus that they railed against for so long. Now they're in bed with if, if James Clapper and Mike Morrell and, uh, and Anthony Blinken just wholesale freaking lie to the American people, surveil them, abuse the FISA court, whatever. American journalism is on their side now. It's unbelievable. And if you care about the poor in America and feel like they're having such a rough time and believe all those PSAs about hunger and blah, blah, blah. Why do you feel like letting tens of thousands of more poor people come in from another country? How do you think that's going to help things? How about housing costs? Are you worried about schools? You think tens of thousands and over time, hundreds of thousands and millions of new children into your schools, your hospitals, all the things you care about, housing costs, all the issues you care about. You think those are being improved by letting all these people come in? My final discouraging, cynical note, because there's been plenty of it, is uh, that both parties are in cahoots to a large extent. Yeah. They and use everyone it to fundraise. knows it. That's right, MJT. Uh, TJ? MTG? Yeah, I'll just call her Marge. Um, they fundraise off of it. They get you to the polls with it. They whip up outrage. It's just bread and circuses. Well, tortillas and circuses, I guess. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> tortillas and bullfights. These <laughs> isn't Mexico moving away from bullfights? I thought I, I heard I, that. I hope so. I think so. In more and more cities and states in Mexico, they're not doing it anymore. It's just too brutal. Hey, it is. It's awful. And, and uh, all right. So one final, final discouraging and cynical note. 
we have records number of record numbers of people not working and not seeking work and record numbers of job openings and so we're importing people from central america who are ready in many cases to bust their ass to feed their families and i admire them very much sure. yep. making an arduous journey sacrificing everything they had to come to el norte and try to make a better life i admire the hell out of that but that doesn't mean we should have an open border Anyway, we will finish strong next. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh boy, I was just looking over the text line. It runs a gamut from gamut from <laughs> praise to to hate. So it's always a good time. It's a roller coaster. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. I'm sorry, I have no memory of what we're going to do here. We got this text. Gentlemen, that may have been your finest moment ever. That whole exchange needs to be in clips of the year. Corkscrewing eyeballs, chubby checker, piano wire. I'm still laughing. <laughs> it's funny, I would have never thought about that again. Uh, we were going to play this thing about Pornhub, which I find really, really interesting. Ah, uh, yes, if you are a Utahan and you attempt to access some pornography at Pornhub... Uh, this is what you're going to get instead of the porn. I'm Shri Deville. As you may know, your elected officials have required us to verify your age before granting you access to our website. Giving your ID card every time you want to visit an adult platform is not the most effective solution for protecting our users. And in fact, we'll put children and your privacy at risk. Please contact your representatives and demand device-based verification solutions that make the internet safer while also respecting your privacy. Well, it seems to me like if I'm in favor of not having porn in Utah and people go to Pornhub and they don't get porn, I've won. I'm not sure how your argument works there. 
Well, and Cherie DeVille, whoever that is, uh, as, uh, you know, read from the KJP School of, uh, of Press Relations, claiming that, yeah, we're against stringent ID requirements because that will put children at risk. Yeah. Do you have any idea what they mean by that? How will children be at risk by making it harder for kids to look at porn? I I have no idea. Uh, their point about it could put your privacy at risk if you're like showing your driver's license to the website every time you you look at porn. That uh, could be argued. Certainly, I can see why. Is that what you have to do? I can see why a lot of people wouldn't want to do that for a bunch of reasons. Well, yeah. Here's you got my picture, professional... name, address of everything as I go to look at porn. Now enter your social security number to look at porn. Yeah, just all of it's uh, it's ugly, and and Utah is not the first state either. Um, Louisiana passed a similar bill earlier this year, and many other states have done the same. Um, device based, uh, whatever she said, is the way to go. So, uh, how does that work? Is that the old you know you enter? Yeah, I'm 18 on your computer, and they just. They I'm, just want the most people looking at porn as they can possibly get. Please. Yeah, and I want—I don't care about any amount of adults looking at porn, although I think it is having an effect on uh, families' relationships and how many children we have. But um, I, there's got to be a way to make it less accessible to kids and still not violate free speech or a variety of things. Yeah, everybody wants that. Um, if if an effective uh, solution is out there, I just haven't heard it yet. Um, and and it it's possible that there are really tech savvy people yelling at the radio. You just do a zabadoo, uh, but the zabadoo has not yet to reach the the, uh, the critical mass that it needs to. But the fact that right now, if your thirteen year old has a smartphone with a cellular plan, they look can look at all the porn that exists in the world. Including stuff that's sick. It's just amazing. Ugh. It's final thoughts with energy. It's final thoughts with Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Hmm, wouldn't that be fun? Michelangelo, our technical director, will lead us off. Michael? Joe, I'm giving you the award for bravery today because you talked earlier in the show about how you had friends help you assemble something difficult. It was a barbecue gas grill. And if I tried something like that, my friends would see a different side of me. There'd be so much profanity (laughs) and swearing. I wouldn't want to show that side. I agree. Yeah, there's a fine line between brave and foolish. My kids have seen that side of me. I don't need to show it to everyone. Oh, boy. Jack, a final thought you'd like to offer? I... Well, it might work, but I was going to say, I feel like he's gone too far with this attempt to have a rallying point for the people of Russia. Putin, if he staged this, where you, if you've seen the video, you actually have the Russian flag going up in flames over the state capital. I mean, it's as contrived. A, we can't let them get away with this as I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my final thought is uh, I'm I'm looking into my crystal ball, rubbing it suggestively, and what I am seeing are 50,000 troops on the border as the Biden administration confronts a true disaster post-Prop 40, or uh, uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space, uh, <laughs> Title 42. That's it. Um, 
I see the border getting hammered like never before, and Americans left, right, and center coming together and saying, this must end. Well, they have to be aware that that's a possibility, like a week from now, that they're either going to have to let hundreds of thousands of people in while all the media is covering it, or send a lot of troops to the border, like you said. Biden's going to have to make Trump look like Biden. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Stitching time saves nine, old man, huh? Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have the hot links for you. Just fabulous stories to click on, read, stuff we talked about, stuff we didn't get to. Drop us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Get yourself a welcome to the Spicy Times Armstrong and Getty t-shirt. We will see you tomorrow with all the latest. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. These are idiots we're dealing with. And everyone knows it. Oh, my word. You know it. I'm not making this up. This is real. Yup. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It is what it is. Are you f***ing high, bro? Lordy. I don't know what the hell's going on here. <laughs> the dramatics could come down just a little bit. Hey, that's not the false. role of the federal government. You know, there's no proof that just because he was a diminutive fellow, he talked like a munchkin, Jack. I'm the father of the Constitution, damn it. <laughs> Thank you all very much. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.